0: Hey, Sheena. uh, Thanks for joining me. My name is Eric Beach, and uh, this is uh, my podcast, I guess. Um, uh, Sheena and I briefly introduced ourselves just prior to recording. Um, Sheena has a lot of uh, expertise in helping to do training for companies and integrate new employees. I'm, I'm really, I haven't gotten much of a bio from you on uh, what you're currently doing in your, your company and that you founded and you co-founded another company. Um, yeah.
1: So do, do you want to uh, give us
0: a quick two minutes or something?
1: Sure. Sure. In my full-time career, I'm a talent development senior specialist, really focusing on building a scalable onboarding programs. So full-time, that's what I do. I've done that. I've built onboarding programs for about 10 years, and um, I also started my own coaching and consulting business about six months ago, focusing on transformational life leadership and executive coaching. So I really help growth-minded people um, live and work aligned with their values. So that it's challenging I think we talk about this work-life balance when in reality that's not really a thing like you just have to identify what's most important to you in that season of life Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: be really clear on what you want to do at that at that stage and then I started a collaborative with two uh fellow coaches called brazen and bold collective
0: okay okay Yeah, um, so uh, myself, I'm a 21-year retired Army um, diesel mechanic. Um, I I spent seven years as a mechanic, seven years logistics, and seven years infantry. Uh, I had my hands in training and operations, stuff like that. Um, Since retirement, I founded a property management company. I I have apartments, and uh, more recently, I bought a pair of hotels. Uh, to fund my, my venture. I'm trying to build this uh, education platform, BeWise. So uh, I've been working on that for uh, the the education platform, which is why I'm I'm doing this podcast right now. I'm I'm trying to connect with um, people that share knowledge. Um, I started doing that four years ago and uh, uh, I bought the hotel to continue funding it actually. the, the the apartments can only generate so much income. So I mortgaged my apartments and bought two hotels and um, I'm learning how to uh, run a team, train a team and uh, trying to run a trying try to run three businesses at once right now.
1: That's a challenge.
0: Yeah <laughs> but, so I think uh, if,
1: yeah, I, I think I think if we if we kind of look at that living and working aligned with your values, what is your greater purpose? Why do you work so hard to bring this vision to life?
0: Um, I always want to make positive impact. So, so I've had a lot of failures in life, you know, where I would touch a project and it would end up worse off after I touched it than, than, than beforehand. So I kind of always made it like a goal, like, hey, if you borrow somebody's tool, you should return it in as good or better condition if you're, if you have your hands in a project, it, it should be better as a result of that. So, so that's kind of maybe how my mind works. Um, but if another particular thing about me, I don't know if it's particular about me, but I find myself complaining a lot. And I really get angry at people that complain to no end, like, okay, that's a problem. What are you going to do about so I find myself complaining a lot. I, you complain, know, complain about government or complain about the education system or complain about how hard life is. Okay, well, h- how would you make it better, Smarty Pants? <laughs> so. So how
1: yeah. does that, how does that, what I heard was leave things better than you found them. How mm-hmm. does that relate to your mission right now?
0: Um well well I, I believe I can offer a better education and training management experience for, for individuals or companies. Um, so uh, w- with that belief in mind, I'm, uh, I'm I'm marching forward with this project, and uh, I, I guess I, I need a I need an audience to test it on. You know, I I need to test my theory now.
1: And when you think about testing your theory, what is your desired outcome?
0: Um, That I get users that like my product Um, and and that people engage and share knowledge. You know, uh, people are productive. Uh, I made people more productive. I guess that's kind of, I didn't make them, but I gave an opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what would, how would you measure that outcome of knowledge sharing and people being more productive and understanding more?
0: Um, well, if, if I had users on my platform and uh, they posted class and students were taking that class, that, that would be a positive measurement. And if a if hundred people did that a year, that's awesome. And if a million people did it a year, that's even better. So... Um, that's how I would measure it, I guess. Uh, initially, you know, the, hopefully, my platform does more more good than harm.
1: And what is required in order for you to get there?
0: Um, users, uh, trust, you know, uh, a bit of brand recognition, uh, uh, continued development. You know, I'm gonna have to go through like marketing, um, which this is part of, I guess, kind of selling myself, maybe, maybe as the the name of the brand or the face of the brand. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I have to build people's trust, and I have, have to give them a, a reliable product.
1: So trust and reliable product, mm-hmm. and when you think about building your brand. How do you build trust in yourself, in your product, in your brand message?
0: Uh this is a lot of hard questions. How do, I, how do I build trust in my brand and my product? Was that the question? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first I have to convince people to, to believe it. And then, then I have to convince them to give it a try um and, and once i have some positive experience i can i can ride that you know like hey it worked for uh worked for sheena
1: so what would be the first step in getting someone to try it
0: um having a working product <laughs> you know I, I i i get enough curiosity and it sounds like a clever enough idea to most people um we we went through a few iterations of app development and uh uh i thought we were a bit further along in the app so so then we started making the web app version so we we have the apps built and there's some small functionality issues and uh we we were trying to flush those out so we, we thought we were at the end of development for the app so i'm like well let's start building the web app version, which, are, which is like the web, website interface, that's what we're calling it. Um, and both systems work together, just like you can log on Facebook on your phone, you can go log on it from your, your, your computer. It's, it's actually two different apps and somehow in the backend, the magic happens and they communicate, I don't know how it all works. Mm-hmm. Um, so once the app was a little bit more functional, Um, I I can get like organic use, you know, where, and and, and I define organic use as where people find my product either through advertisement or word of mouth or however it falls into their lap. They find my product, they create a profile, they they post a class or, or they search for and take a class. To me, that's organic, um, um, organic, uh, you know, usage generation. It's natural, it's not forced. Um, I, I've done some classes, you know, where we posted a class. A lot of people teach in the same manner. So basically, all I'm really trying to do is build a sales platform for, for people that are already doing these kinds of things. So somebody that might own a pottery studio might, might teach a class on clay or glazing or baking or, you know, a honey beekeeper might have ten different classes. So some people might already be teaching some of these classes, and they don't really know it, or they don't have like a formal enrollment system. So, so my app would give the teachers the ability to, to create a class, create a schedule, um, outline the prerequisites, outline the objectives, the learning objectives, um, and even have a transaction on there. You know, credit card system or a PayPal system. We we did have PayPal integrated, but we went away from it. That's one of the bugs we're trying to flush out right now. But a a functioning system, people could be using it right now, but people use it right now every day. A dance studio teaches classes. You know, this, this is just another way to get users or to get students, I guess.
1: And, so, well, that's what, that's the next question I was going to ask. So you're looking to gain students that are using the app to learn. And then you're also looking to gain teachers who are looking to teach something.
0: Yeah. So it's it, without teachers, I won't have any product on the shelf. You know, yeah. have a big empty supermarket. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so so Somehow I'm going to have to get enough interest to to convince, you know, a hundred or a thousand people to create a class. That way when a student logs onto the app, it's not like he's just looking at an empty screen. So that, that's a big hurdle I have to overcome.
1: And what is the benefit? So, so I want to teach a class online or I want to teach a course online. What's the benefit or the value proposition of going through your app versus, Kajabi or one of the other platforms out there?
0: Yeah, so my app is intended to be first It's intended to be in person. So I really want to get such a large demographic that that m- m- my hometown Appleton has, you know, 5,000 teachers and 5,000 students. So if you're in Appleton, you could, hey, let's, let's go take this woodworking class or let's learn how to do this break job. Um, or or let's let's learn how to do QuickBooks. And you could drive to the local accountant who actually teaches QuickBooks and he can help you click the buttons right there in person. So uh, I hope to build a, a, a firsthand education platform where you can go get from the horse's mouth.
1: So more in person?
0: That's how I like to learn.
1: Okay, so how do you tie that into your brand message as a differentiating value proposition?
0: Um, I don't yet. <laughs> I haven't done that yet.
1: Well, and, and the reason that I asked that is so far in the conversation, I haven't been clear on exactly what your app is and what it does. So okay. if I'm a user, I need to know if I'm a teacher who you're wanting to get on the platform to be able to teach classes, I need to know that this is an app intended to allow you to schedule in-person classes or courses and have students sign up for your in-class or in-person, you know, courses or workshops or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could be, I could be more clear. It, it seems that there's a bit of time that it takes for me to convey my message. Mm -hmm. It it seems like i to have a 20 minute conversation with everybody. Hey, you're a great idea. Let me tell you about it. 20 quick minutes.
1: Well, and, and the reason, the reason why I'm asking these questions is people don't have 20 minutes, right? They, they have 20 seconds. So like you have to be able to clearly say what your brand is, what you do in 20 seconds or less, you help you know, people, and then what do you help them do? And how do you help them do it? So Uh that if you're thinking about building your brand message, it, it really needs to be concise so that I can know from that one sentence or two sentences, okay, this is something I'm interested in learning more about, Mm -hmm. or no, this isn't for me because I'm not teaching in-person classes or I'm Mm -hmm. not wanting to teach, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what if you think about it in that light, what would be if you were to think of some, just some words that you feel are really important for people to know about? Your I, would, I would think the word
0: local, you know, local. OK, find more local customers, find more local students. Um, uh, local. Yeah. The, probably local would be the word
1: local and it's learning right yep so and is that the word like is learning the word that would make the most sense or is there something else Uh,
0: or educating you know
1: educating okay
0: educating or, or, or sharing it's to me it's more sharing than teaching
1: so, but think about from a consumer standpoint, if I hear sharing, local sharing, am I gonna think about going to a location and learn something new?
0: Uh, n- 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 no, I mean, yeah, you know, did I tell you I don't know what I'm doing? That's
1: <laughs> okay, that's why I'm having the conversation. case <laughs> we got local, right? we've yeah. got educating yeah what else
0: um earning okay um, yeah uh earning customers um uh networking networking with sh- sh- uh, like-minded people you know if 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 you're a honeybeekeeper you, you you might find more people that w- w- want to do similar Similar things in your same area, you know, a lot more opportunity to network and and to grow together. Like, hey, I'll set up all the hives if you do all the extraction. But um, yeah, it's 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 an opportunity to uh, share your craft, share your passion with people, uh, grow customers, grow employees. Um, But yeah, I I I want to launch it as a um, uh, open. I don't know if open source is the right word, but. just uh, a, a nearly free to use education platform for people. Really, it's a training management platform. You know, a, a young young boy could get on there and he could take the carpentry classes, automotive classes, uh, uh, how to build a domain class. You know, wh- whatever he can find, and whatever would not bore him to death or or her. Um, so I'm trying to build that, and, and I, I would also like to market. Uh, an enterprise version of it for a company, so a company could have their own closed training management system for their employees. So, okay, these are the onboarding classes. Okay, this is this is the, the forklift class. This is the advanced forklift class. This is the scaffolding class. This is the how to operate this oven class. You know, like um, a lot of very uh, particular things each employer has to teach. Well, this is where this material is, and this is where uh we go and do this so a lot of people have to be trained on a lot of different functionalities and a company could could use these classes as um, a growth platform like well once you take uh, all the warehousing classes then you can take the um then you can start to take um, uh, purchase order classes you know then you can become a purchasing agent you know so uh, a company could use some, some a, a platform like this where uh, all their employees get uh user accounts and their their top employees are the ones teaching the classes like hey this is this is my senior hr person she, she taught 80 classes this year to 15 different people this is my doc person he taught three classes to two people you know like hey, I could see a company, I I could see an organization benefiting from this.
1: And what would be the value proposition of them going through you versus their existing learning management system or Udemy or LinkedIn Learning or another platform like that?
0: Um, Their value proposition. Well, it would be their organic system. Um, so they would, they would, they would, they would have a their own system to manage, um, and their so-called subject matter expert could teach a class, um, format a class, and if if it was a beneficial class, then they could have more people take that class. Like, hey, you you really need to go take Bob's um, Bob's class on this, and then we can talk. You need to go do these 12, 12 functions, so. Uh, it, 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 it would show growth. So it, it would track each, each employee's um, growth through that system and, and growth as instructors. Like this guy's teaching 12 different kinds of classes on five different subjects you know, to all of our employees. Like this, this, one, this one employee teaches every other employee on all the hazmat stuff.
1: So you're looking at small businesses that don't have a standalone learning management system,
0: yeah or, or, or medium to. Low. So I was in the National Guard uh, for twenty one years. I was an army yeah. Army National guard. In my mind, this system is far superior to anything that the u s military uses, yeah, so even a large company would benefit. from it.
1: Okay, so what are the features that your system offers that you didn't see in the National Guard or other company learning management systems?
0: Um, it didn't. Uh, so we had systems, but it was it was m- more difficult to manage. So um, it it would be. Uh, Easier management oversight. So you, okay. you uh, a, a leader of the company, would, would be able to look at all the classes taught, all the classes on the schedule, and and then if there is an issue like, hey, there, there was just a hazmat spill. Where is this on our? Where is this? Who's teaching this? Oh, nobody's teaching this. So. Um, be- better oversight. It, it, it would be one place you could pull reports, and you could see who, who took what classes, um, how well they did. Uh, opportunity to for a student to rate the teacher, teachers to rate the students, um, pass fail kinds. It's, it's it's an unaccredited system. It's it's, it's not like. You, you, Maybe if we grow like, you know, the 10th the version, you, the teacher might be able to give a more specific rating, like this guy got a 9.9 9 out of 10. But um, so the, the value proposition is uh, their own system, more visibility, more ability to touch their teachers, more ability to touch their students. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to work my sales pitch.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Is helping you get clarity on who do you want to serve and how do you want to serve them?
0: Okay. Well, because in my
1: mind. based on what I just heard, you really have two different, very uh, different target markets. Yeah. And yeah. your message is going to be very different to those two target markets. What you say to a local baker. And how you pitch to a local baker Correct. is going to be very different than how you, how you pitch to an Correct. HR director yeah. and understanding what is that company's needs? Because I'll tell you every, well, I've only worked in a couple of companies, but the companies that I worked in have a very sophisticated learning management system that offers, it offers everything you just said. So without a, you can do this and I can't do that with what I currently have. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much harder to get an organization to come on board with trying out a brand new system that doesn't have any brand recognition.
0: Yeah, so um, I, I, I've only focused on building the uh, the general user app and yeah. focused on building the enterprise app. Um, but I think that's
1: smart if that's if that's where you want to start I would definitely put your energy there because that's gonna, in in my mind that is going to be an easier audience to present to because most of them don't have access to a sophisticated learning management system they have udemy they have kajabi they have teachable
0: right 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 yeah yeah so um I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna the, the biggest hurdle I'm gonna face is, is is trying to launch it and trying to get Instant users, because even if I if I convinced you to sign up, hey, please please teach this class. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll t- I'll teach class. And all of a sudden, six months go by, and I've only gotten like eight more teachers on there. I still have empty shelves.
1: Well, I think it's I think it's twofold. Again, you've got to get teachers on there, but you most of your teachers are not going to sell their offering themselves. So, how do you make it easier? How do, you, how do you make it easier for that teacher? Because I will tell you, most people that are going to teach something like that, if they're an entrepreneur and they have a skill, they're not skilled in selling their skill. They're not skilled in selling the service that they offer that they want to teach. Right. So how can you make that transition smoother from a sales process standpoint between that entrepreneur, that teacher, and that person who wants to learn that craft?
0: Sure. Um, it might be easier to answer if, uh, if, we, if we take like an example or a case study. Yeah. So if, if I ran a restaurant and I, I was making income at the restaurant, I have a successful income, my guests get a good experience, they come back. But another product you could offer is, hey, I'll, I'll teach you how to make this lasagna. And then you get, you know, five or six classes a year. And a couple groups of people come in, and you bake some dishes together. Um, you might you might earn more loyal customers. Um, you, you might earn more money, um, and you, you might earn a, an employee. name. so. Th- those are some of the benefits that I would try to sell to a small business owner. Um, yeah.
1: So that would be part of your value proposition, right? Customer retention, um, you know, employees, things like that. How? Let's go back to your brand message and those words that you wanted to use. Local, right? Right. Um, how? What? What's coming up for you now?
0: Um, I guess money earning potential. Like, I, I I guess. Um... Uh, local repeat you know what if if I'm in business I want the same customers every day I want the same customers to buy the same product every day Um, so I guess I want I want to earn them more loyalty local loyalty Um, so I want to earn them more local customers Um, I want to earn them more loyalty from their customers and I want to earn them more money so uh, I guess if I had to brand it, th- those would be the th- the th- the, th- the the things that I would try to pitch to them like you're gonna get more local users, uh, more loyal users, and more earnings
1: Okay through what
0: Through classes through their own labor <laughs> um, so are you, are you trying to ask, are you trying to get me to answer a question or? <laughs> well,
1: so so you just said earn earn local customers loyalty and increased income. Yeah. And how do you help them do that? And I do have to go because it's two thirty. But um, think about that. How how are you? And I I would say like the customer loyalty is not necessarily your intention that might be a side benefit of mm-hmm. the platform but that's not necessarily your brand statement earn local customers by teaching what you love in a local setting Yep. Yeah. or to local customers right
0: um so before you go uh, I, I really appreciate it like the minutes you spent with me um I, I, w- I wish i could like uh just give you a call whenever i wanted to <laughs> um i, I, I do well, you f- can
1: hire me as a coach <laughs> uh,
0: yeah money's tight
1: <laughs> <laughs> i get that i totally get that but but i would i would really just think about getting clear and practice saying what it is you do and how you do it
0: okay thank you um yep. so i i, I got a Facebook group if you kind of want to follow along on my journey you you could join the group there's not not any really activity now but you could always mute me later
1: why don't you add me once you get some things going because I don't check I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and I'm trying to get out of groups that I'm not actively engaging in just so I can have more focused attention okay but when you get things going let me know okay all
0: right thank you see ya yep